0: Hey folks, welcome to Dad Devotionals, I'm Dave Domzowski, and I want this episode, I want all the new dads to listen up for this one, all right? I, I know that this time, especially when you're, you're, you're about to become a father, and maybe you just became a father, it's stressful. Um, as I've uh, read recently, they're not letting fathers in the delivery room. Um, you know, due to the coronavirus and, you know, just some of the articles, it's just, um, you know, that, that I was, that I came across. It's just, it's, it's sad. Uh, you know, and I know for, you know, being there, not only obviously to, to witness my children being born, but also, you know, as a support for my wife, it's, um, it's one of the blessings and privileges of becoming a parent, um, no matter how many times you are a parent. So, um, I just thought this is, this particular account was interesting. On top of the coronavirus fears <clears throat> gripping the nation, this week was particularly rough for Kelly and Mike Madanihu. Tuesday, the Blair the Blairstown Township couple had to put down their dog of 14 years, Chester. The next day, an appointment at Kelly's obstetrician and gynecologist led to a hospital visit because of a high blood pressure reading. That's where the couple was handed the updated visitor policy for St. Luke's University Health Network. As a resident of New Jersey, part of a tri-state area under a federal travel advisory due to COVID-19, Mike won't be able to be present for the birth of a couple's first child. She's due April 20th and lined up for delivery at St. Luke's Hospital, Anderson Campus in Bethlehem Township. Obviously, she wants me to be there, Mike told, lehighvalleylive.com on Friday. I want to be there. I'm the father. I'm her husband. Ultimately, she's going to end up being alone unless this can be changed somehow. St. Luke's on its website says the policy took effect Monday, March 30th. Expected mothers are permitted one visitor for their entire stay. And until further notice, visitors from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut will not be allowed into the labor and delivery units. So this article is taken from lehighvalley.com and I will make sure you guys are able to check it out in the show notes uh, <clears throat> I gotta be honest you know that would be that that's hard um, you know it's hard for both Kelly and Mike and anybody that has to go through this right now I know we have we have friends and I have a coworker. they're they're going to be having children having their child like every, any minute now <laughs> I mean they're that they're that far along so i know this situation has also given rise to home births and i saw something else where uh, midwives are in incredibly high demand right now um, as people try to navigate this because not only not only a you know do they want to potentially catch the coronavirus but b they um they want their they want their spouse to be there so it's a it's a very trying time and on top of that you know you <clears throat> you talk about just difficult circumstances. There is this another article that I found in the Daily Mail too, that uh, a, f- a father couldn't be with his wife who was in the process of miscarrying their child. And um, I just can't imagine anything more sad than not only not being there for your wife as she's miscarrying, but then just not being able to have anybody uh, to be with either. I mean, you're not there to support your wife who's going through an experience the traumatic effect, not only emotionally but physically. But then you have nobody to console or be consoled by. And it's it's just it's just a very very difficult circumstance. So this article from the Daily Mail, Jared Gillum or Liam From Pennsylvania was not allowed to go into the infertility infertility clinic with his wife Sarah when they arrived, suspecting she was suffering a miscarriage. Instead, he was made to wait outside while his wife went in for treatment alone. Inside the infertility clinic, doctors confirmed to Sarah that she was miscarrying the couple's unborn baby, Cameron. Sarah told Jared about the devastating news on the phone, and he broke down. The parents who have a son, Colin. Also lost a baby girl, Chloe, who was stillborn just over a year ago. Sarah's miscarriage was not connected to the coronavirus pandemic. He had nobody to comfort him. That's what it said uh, about, about Jared. So, you know, <clears throat> with that, I'd like to offer a prayer for those folks and for anyone who's had to go through this. Now... But then at any point, and um, I think this is an important prayer that, that we're sharing here. Remember, O Lord, and lover of mankind, the soul of your departed child, soul of your departed children, which has died in the womb of its mother. Baptize him or her, O Lord, in the sea of your generosity, and save him or her by your ineffable grace. Amen. And for, for Sarah... O Sovereign Master, Lord our God, who were born of the All-Pure Mother and ever-Virgin Mary, and as an infant were laid in a manger, do you yourself, according to your great mercy, have regard for this your servant, Sarah, who has miscarried that which was conceived in her. Heal her suffering, granting to her, O loving Lord, health and strength of body and soul. Guard her with a shining angel from every assault of sickness and weakness and all inward torment. O you who accept the innocence of infancy in your kingdom, comfort the mind of your servant and bring her peace. Amen. With that, I'd like to get to today's reading. Because the scripture always has a way of comforting us during difficult times. And I want to share this wisdom from Solomon. But the souls of the righteous are in the hand of God, and no torment will ever touch them. In the eyes of the foolish they seemed to have died, and their departure was thought to be affliction, and their going from us to be their destruction, but they are at peace. For though in the sight of men they were punished, their hope is full of immortality. Having been discipled a little, I'm sorry, having been dis- disciplined a little, they will receive great good, because God tested them and found them worthy of himself. Like gold in the furnace he tried them, and like a sacrificial burnt offering, he accepted them. In the time of their visitation, they will shine forth and will run like sparks through the stubble. They will govern nations and rule over peoples, and the Lord will reign over them forever. Those who, put, those who trust in him will understand truth, and the faithful will abide with him in love, because grace and mercy are upon his elect, and he watches over his holy ones. With that, I'd also like to offer a prayer for all couples with children. <clears throat> O Lord, our God, who freely chose to descend from heaven to be born of the Holy Mother of God and ever-Virgin Mary for the salvation of us sinners, you are the one who said, increase and multiply and have dominion over the earth. Therefore, bless us in this, our child, O Lord, and grant that your holy name may remain indelible upon, upon them. At the proper time, let them be attached to your church and be perfected by the awesome mysteries of your Christ, that they may attain the blessedness of the elect in your kingdom. For you are the one who guards infants, O Lord, and to you we give glory to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and ever and forever, and to ages of ages. Amen. With that, I also want you to remember our meditation for this week, and that is our Jesus prayer. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And with that, God bless you. I'm Dave Domzowski, and thank you so much for listening. Take care. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.